are listening to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. And now, bringing you the latest in science fiction movies and television shows. Here are your You're long and fucked. This is a capital. We have a little problem with our anti-sequels, so we may experience some slight turbulence and then explode. I got a bad feeling about this. Walter, put the cow away, would you? What is this place? It's a freak show. Hey guys, welcome back to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. This is our listener feedback show, what we call Sci-Fi Diner Conversations. It is episode 62. I'm one of your hosts here at the diner tonight, Scott Herzog. And good evening, I am Miles P. McLaughlin. So come on in, pull up a chair. We have some clean tables and good food and some great conversations happening between us and you, our listeners. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and just as a little side note, this episode comes courtesy of James Arrowwood and Jason Taylor. Uh, so congratulations, Jim, on your graduation from college. And uh, and thank you for your sentiments on Sci-Fi Diner Forever and, Jason, your sentiments on the continuation of an outstanding podcast. So thank you guys for your contributions. Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much. Yeah, we love you guys. You guys are great contributors as well. And you can contribute in many ways to the podcast, and a lot of those ways are available at our webpage. Mm-hmm. Uh, so podcast dot com show sixty two sixty two conversations here, Ron. We've got a lot of conversations, a so lot far. of things to talk about. Here. Oh heck yeah! You know we are. We have to tell you if if you haven't tuned in or aren't following us on Facebook, which. Facebook's easy to do, facebook.com backslash sci-fi diner. We do have forums, but I'm woefully behind in the forums. I'm, I'm so, yeah, I got to get back to the forums. I, I got I got Someone needs to email me and say, hey, I want to moderate the forums, and I will hand it to you to do. Mm-hmm. I'm serious, because I just don't have the time to do it. That's where it's time poverty for me. And uh, so if someone reliable that wants to monitor, maintain, and update the forums, I would gladly hand it to you to do. So let me know if you're interested in that. Um, but um, if you aren't aware, we were nominated for a 2012 Parsec Award. That's and, exciting. And that is very cool. Our Scott Ziegler interview. In fact, I will upload that mm-hmm. uh, Parsec Award nomination. We'll have to do an intro for that a little bit later okay. after this. But just remind me about that. But mm-hmm. 2012, a Parsec Award. And I'll often release that in just to give you an idea of what our nomination sounded like. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I did that last year, right? Uh, I don't recall. I did. I did. Anyways, um, so Miles, what is going on in your sci-fi world? I mean, surely we just got back from a, a fantastic convention. Yeah, absolutely. Um, got to got to see some old friends. I think we made some new ones and um, meet some of the great guests that were there. We so, apologize for all the spamming of the pictures we did on Facebook. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I, no, I, 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 I think the listeners enjoyed that. Um, they and, enjoyed the stormtrooper with Jar Jar's head. Come on, uh, I enjoyed that too. <laughs> um, I'm uh, reading a Star Trek novel. I'm rereading a Star Trek novel by Christopher Benefit, Chris, Christopher Bennett, um, uh, DTI Forgotten History, and I'm enjoying that. I just purchased a new one on my Kindle. It's a new one in the um, um, in the Titan series. Uh, I'm uh, re- just kind of went through a rewatch of uh, Stargate Universe. I, I, now that I've seen 
both prior series. I, w- I wanted to see a universe again, get the references to the other shows of either characters or situations or that kind of thing. And, um, just see where that show fits in with uh, the other two shows and um, currently enjoying Falling Skies and uh, also um, Warehouse 13. Hopefully this week, uh, it's my wife's birthday um, tomorrow. And so maybe her and I might might either hit Batman up or um, um, Total Recall. We'll see. Yeah, probably Batman, it looks like, is the one that's better of the two of it. I'm kind of interested in seeing both, and Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if that's going to happen in theaters. We'll see. Mm -hmm. Maybe I can uh, con the guys when we're at the beach this weekend to guys night out. There you go. But we'll see. (laughs) Maybe a matinee or something. But, you know, I think this is – I agree with you. I'm watching all the shows, Falling Skies, I'm watching that. Uh, I've been loving it. I am one episode behind, but that doesn't mean we can't talk about it. We will talk about some of the th- things that you wrote in about. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Alphas, enjoying Alphas. I know you're not watching it, but I'm watching Alphas. Warehouse 13 continues to rock. Again, I'm one episode behind. And we, we of course, saw the regent herself, Kate Mulgrew. Oh, yes. So this weekend. And so that was kind of cool. Oh, yeah. All I got to do was kind of say hi to her, and that's about it. That's pretty much all I got to do, too. Um, it, was, it was brief. I, she was so busy. We didn't get even a bumper or an interview with her. Yeah, just she was busy and just not as accessible as as, as the other guests were. But, um, hey, we still got to see Kate Mulgrew. Uh, I got to answer, ask her a question at her session. And um, and um, so I'm, I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that we got what we got. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I, I did, I've been doing a little bit of reading out of the Redu- the, the Reduced series by uh, edited by Crazy Eight Press, and you go to Crazy Eight Press to to check that out. I did I did review it on our main show that you'll hear a little bit later on, so I'm not going to do it now. But it was it's a good book so far, and it's kind of an interesting premise. What if all the gods of mythology stepped into our world today mm-hmm. and just suddenly appeared? What would that do to our world? Oh well, with the same powers they had, I might have checked this out. So, but. Uh, what are, anything else in our world? I mean, I'm still uh, just downloaded the new um, "We're Alive" um, audio book. I haven't listened to it yet, but they they had kind of taken um, a two week hiatus, but they're back. And yeah, I'm, uh, I'm woefully behind, but I will catch it. Well, eventually. when you can, you'll have lots of material, so you'll yeah. you'll be you'll be happy about that. Yeah, very good. Well, let's move into some of our first listener feedback, and this is from. Um, oh, who is this from? Do I have it here? Um, oh, this is from Lee. Um, so why don't you go ahead and read this email that Lee sent us, and then we'll kind of talk about it. And you can see it kind of mm. ends there. I'll put a dark spot before. Go ahead. Okay. Hi, guys. I have a question. I know that Scott has said that he has not seen the, the, the second season of Game of Thrones, but I don't remember if Miles has, and so I like his reaction to this season. And here's my list of Emmys winners on, on their, the category. They are... Best Actor for TV, uh, Peter Dinklage. Uh, Best Actress for TV, Anna Torv. Best Supporting Actor for TV, Robert Carlyle. Best Supporting Actress, uh, Lena uh, Perilla. Uh, Best Episode Tie-In, Emily Lake, Warehouse 13, and, and, and Slash Fiction Supernatural. Uh, Best uh, Special Guest uh, TV, uh, Leonard Nimoy. Best uh, TV Series, uh, Game of Thrones. So let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. What do you think of his list? Um, it's pretty good, actually. I, I'm, I'm kind of. I, I would definitely like like to see Peter Dinklage and Anna Torv get a Best Actor and Actress award. Um, I, I, you know, wh- the one person that is missing is John Noble, and I'm not sure where you place him. Mm-hmm. He, he 
best actor, maybe? Maybe supporting actor. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I mean, Although Robert Carlyle, phenomenal job in Once Upon a Time. I mm-hmm. understand why he's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, certainly. So, um, so yeah, uh, as far as your question, uh, Lee, I, I have not seen the second um, season of Game of Thrones. I'm going to have to wait. I don't get HBO. I'm not going to. Pay for it. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to fork the money for HBO. So I'll just – I'll wait a while. I'll wait for it to come out on DVD. And you know, the money that you pay at HBO, you can actually buy the season on iTunes or just wait till it hits Netflix, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm patient to wait till it comes out on Netflix. Um, so love the first season. So well, probably February, March next year you'll start hearing us talk about season two. That's <laughs> probably what's going to happen, yeah. That's just the way it is. Right. Anyways, he, he continues on. Guys, this is fantasy and sci-fi mixed together for the Emmys. What we what we what we should do is pick do is for, for you guys is to have uh, some kind of awards of your own, set up your own categories for all of us to pick. I would not mind uh, setting it up, but it's up to you guys. Now on RoboCop. Well, let's talk about that. Okay. So uh, setting it up for our own Emmy nominations. Uh, if you're interested in doing that, Lee, begin to some dialogue. Let's talk about what this might mm-hmm. look like and how how we might do this. And I I think you'd be into it, right? Uh, yeah, we could kind of, you know, our own little... Our own little, little uh, Emmy Awards process. Yes. Uh, uh, what will we call it? Who knows? I don't know. But, mm-hmm. uh, Lee, you know, mm-hmm. email me. So, But uh, now he he goes on. Now in Robocop, I like the first movie, but hey, the next two and the same of the TV series. I do hope that they do a better job this time around with a storyline, and I'm sure they will be great on special effects. As far as Stargate goes, I have said this before, but make it all new with no short... Characters. No characters from the past shows, and, and, and Scott, you're right there. There'll be some um, bitching going on, but it's the only way to go. Now for Independence Day, I do hope that the, they do not bring back Will Smith, and hope that they make a make it edgier than the movie. I ha- at least at least I hope so. That's it, guys. I don't always uh, listen to all your interviews, but at least keep up with the, your listener feedback podcast. Peace and long life uh, from Lost Mind of Lee. Well, we do put out a lot of interviews, so that's you know they may not always hit people, and that's uh, that's mm-hmm. fine. So no problem there. Um, so let's talk about. Uh, he's talking about RoboCop. Mm-hmm. He, he it'll be great in special effects. We're hoping the storyline holds up better. Uh, I'm with you, Lee. Uh, the first one was very good. I'm not sure what they were doing in the second and third movie. Um, so and I, I didn't watch the TV series. So ho- hopefully the. the this new new one will be an improvement. Well, it was the eighties? Who knows what they were doing? <laughs> that, that, that is true. Um, but so, yeah, I'm with Lee here in this whole. Let's if we're going to put Stargate, let's bring a whole new cast in. At most, if you want to bring some characters in as more of a mentoring role, but out of the core cast, be totally new. If you're going to, you know, kind of like what they did with Universe, mm-hmm. it's a whole new cast with 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 maybe you know. Daniel Jackson appearing every you know an occasional episode or Richard mm-hmm. Dean Anderson occasional. See, I would even before just just send it in the future, like fifty years into the future, um, maybe not so far into our future. Be you know hard to relate, but enough of the future that the, the, just, just kind of have a blank slate as far as uh, where um, where you can tell stories, and most of those characters that we knew and love will. will you know, passed on. Uh, so I, I would be for, for something like that. I mean, but, but I would definitely be into, you know, seeing Stargate come back in some incarnation. We, we need Stargate back now. The, you know what? Um, and, um, and maybe if we start, we're talking about a series here, but what about a movie franchise? Mm-hmm. You definitely, even with a movie franchise, you almost have to do the same thing. 
Yeah, with the movie franchise, I think you might have to allude to some of the original characters. Um, yeah, but but you can set that in the future. You, I suppose so. Um, yeah, I, you, you could. It depends on. I, I have no idea what direction they're thinking of going. I mean, if it, if they're yeah, thinking, too early to tell. If they're thinking of doing it, telling it, telling it today in, in modern day, there would have to be some allusion to, you know, um, to, to to Jack O'Neill and, and Peter Jackson, yeah. some, somewhat. Yeah, they certainly should be references whether you see them in the flesh. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you need to do that or not. Uh, Independence Day, he wants it back without Will Smith. I, here, here's my thought, yeah. honestly. I think that uh, there is this kind of resurgence where we go back to movies from the 80s, and this is a mid-90s movie, so you aren't even going that back that far. But right. when, you, when you see the success of movies like Rocky, uh, Expendables, and um, oh, what was the other one? Rambo that they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were able to bring back these old act- actors in a way that worked. And, and even with Men in Black, I mean, there was a huge... You know, breadth of time between Men in Black one and three. Mm-hmm. Um, can they do it and make it work? I think they could. I mean, what's Jeff Goldblum doing? Not a heck of a lot. I think they could probably sign him on. And, and the thing with with Independence Day, at least at least the way I, I see it, is it was a summer feel good movie. And so he says I'm not making it edgier. I don't know if I you know if I'd be okay with that. I mean, because of the nature the nature of the first movie. I mean, yeah, it's it, it's aliens invade Earth and humans fight back, but at the same time, be maybe in that theme, you still want it to be. I, I, it probably would work better as a summer feel good movie. Yeah, and I would say that that's probably that's what people would be expecting. So you, maybe if you want to edgier as far as update the effects and stuff, absolutely. But mm-hmm. I don't know if you can make it darker. You yeah, watch I, I, that. right. Yeah, you bring data back. No, maybe. <laughs> No, he's gone. He's definitely here. He's gone. definitely here. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Lee, for uh, writing in, and uh, we'll hear a little bit more from Lee a little bit later on. Let's move on now to another uh, another email from Lee, and this came in regarding a, a – he listened to the podcast on the Art of the Celebrity interview. Okay. So let me go ahead and just read this, and then Colin actually commented on it as well, so we'll read these emails back to back. Um, and this is in reference to a podcast released about our panel at Farpoint 2012, and this is the Art of the Celebrity Interview. Mm-hmm. We redid this at Shorely as well, and um, and we had a great time. I had a great time anyway. Oh, I did too. Yeah, you were uh, standing in line with Kate Mulgrew. Yeah, so was which is which is good. It was fine, and we didn't. Mm-hmm. It was a small crowd, but it was great. It, it was the same material that we covered before, Miles. I, I assume so. Yeah. So without Steve Wilson, Steve Wilson was in the one. He was there at. Uh, at I did see him walking around. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, this is what he says. Hi guys, I listen to your podcast, the Artist Celebrity Interview Panel at Farpoint. Some interesting stuff, and I see what you guys go through to get those interviews and how you go about conducting yourselves for those interviews. But I wish you guys would spend a little bit more time on bloopers. Uh, you are. Uh, your guests would have been fun. But I got to ask, is Farpoint Con where you get most of your interviews from, and how much of the con do you miss because of them? Well, thanks for all your hard work, and keep it up from the mind of Lost Lee. Peace and long life. Um, so do you want to answer any of his questions here? Sure. Um, well, occasionally there are bloopers when somebody misses, mispronounces uh, a celebrity's name, which I was guilty of at uh, <laughs> yeah. Shore Leave. Uh, yeah, I, I, you might even hear that. Um, but um, so, so there, there, there is the occasional. Oh, and, oh. and guests sometimes uh, mispronounce like 
sci-fi dinner podcast. Mm-hmm. And we have that on. In fact, mm-hmm. LeVar did that, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> um, and, and Sam Whitmer did it a couple times. Yeah, he did. So, um, But he was a good sport. Um, so, so occasionally we'll have that. Um, what... Um, and I think the challenge in the bloopers is that sometimes guests will say things and we want to paint the guests in the most positive light possible. Absolutely. We're not there to – I mean we're there to help promote the guests, make the guests look good. We um, want to be invited back. We want to be invited back, right. yeah. We're not you know, we're not Howard Stern. We're not here to you – know, you know, I think that's all you need to say about that. Yeah, probably. I mean, it's just you know we're fans, but at the same time we're trying to be professional. And but and 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 for what, for what Scott and I do at the, at the cons, and if we get we get interviews, you know, through other um, other means, um, we you know we're, we're sci-fi fans. Um, we think that the you know hearing what these people have to say would interest you, and so um, so so yeah, we're not gonna you know. We'll be very careful about it as far as playing bloopers. Uh, sometimes we interview them at the con, where at their table, where they're signing autographs, and so sometimes it's, it may be a little necessary to do a little editing there. Right, and sometimes there are guests that come up that other people come up wanting to pay for pictures, and we try to allow them to obviously conduct their business because they're there really to earn some money at the con. Yeah, um, and we have occasionally have left that in depending on what they get and what they're talking about. If it's so, interesting, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. But most times we'll cut a lot of that out. Mm-hmm. You know, with Jane Weenland, it's the same thing. Yeah, uh, I mean, one of our first, you know, our first short leave. Um, we were talking to Robert Picardo, and and Rachel Luttrell walks by and says hi, and she, you know, we he says hi. Today, we we like Rachel Luttrell, absolutely. So. so we got we, we got a little bit of her, you know, that you know, you know, they just you know greet each other. So we it's like, yeah, let's keep that in. But yeah. um, as far as uh, do we get most of our interviews from Farpoint? Well, we actually traverse three cons, and uh, and it was uh, shortly was our initial con, mm-hmm. and. Uh, in Maryland and Balticon, well, we didn't get any interviews there. We lined up interviews there, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, and then Farpoint. But I would say probably half the interviews we bring are actually outside the con now. We yeah, these up through Skype and other things. Mm-hmm. So some of them come from the con. Certainly, some of our more TV celebrity interviews, probably the majority of them come from the con, but not all of them. Yeah, and and surely, typically, well, for, it's been my experience. Surely, we'll have. More guests than uh, Farpoint will. Farpoint right, usually gets about two to four guests at their con, and and Shoreleave could get as much as eight guests. Yeah. Although uh, Farpoint's blowing the uh, sky's limit for their twentieth year, they're going all out ne- yeah. next year. Yeah. Yeah. So Benita Federici, uh, John Billingsley. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, some voice actor, I don't know. Uh, uh, Lee Ehrenberg is going to be there. Lee Ehrenberg will be there. They're mm. working on Will Wheaton and Felicia Day, so they might have six. Yeah, so that would be, you know. Ah, oh, Felicia Day. You'll be happy to see her again. I, I will. <laughs> I will. I hope my camera breaks. Um, yeah. And then the other thing is, how much of the con do we miss? Mm. Um, we do. The, the, we're there. We're, we're there to sort of work at the con. I mean, yeah, we experience the con probably slightly differently than a lot of other people do because yeah. we are there to get interviews, yeah. and, and we are there uh, doing panels. We aren't just coming to enjoy, join the panels, and mm-hmm. we typically don't just do interviews. We do probably two or three panels when we're at these cons mm-hmm. to kind of contribute that way and just help out. And um, it, you know, 
but we do get to, we do get a chance to hang out with people and oh, yeah. and we do get a chance to sit in on some panels and mm-hmm. hear the guests. So it's not all work. It's not all way. work. But but at the same time, I mean, the, the the con is is being gracious enough to to invite us. I mean, basically our, on their dime on their dime. Yeah. And uh, so if we can help out in any way, uh, we 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 want to do so. Yeah. Well. Uh, Colin wrote in regarding the same one, and it's at the very bottom. Do you want to read what Colin had to uh, say regarding the how to interview panel? Sure. Um, let's see. I'm looking for that paragraph. Um, right, last paragraph. Okay, all the way at the bottom. Okay. Hi, Scott Miles. I just listened to the how to interview panel you, you held. I have to say it was both insightful, insightful and helpful. While I haven't interviewed any celebrities as of yet, I'm hoping to achieve that aim at Star Trek London. So you can so you can appreciate. I was taking notes while that cast was uh, running. Next time you should do a how to survive a convention cast. Now there's an idea I could use for an episode. Thanks for all your tips. Live long a podcast, Colin. That actually would be a pretty interesting panel to do. Yeah, how to survive. I, I think the closest I've seen is Paul Fisher did a how a parent survival guide to a convention. Interesting. But if you can do how to survive a convention, I think that would be an interesting panel to do. Yeah, mm. uh, Colin, hopefully, you know what, for you, for you I, I hope you get as many opportunities as possible to interview the guests there. There are a lot of Star Trek guests that mm. are many that are very open to interviews, and then there will be some that aren't. But. Mm. Right, but I, I, I hope for you, Colin, that, that you get the opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. Hope, maybe maybe something Scott and I said may help. Yeah, well, certainly hope so. Yep. Um, one of the things I would like to do is let, uh, let let's go ahead and talk about JP's uh, JP's email. He actually emailed in a bunch of trailers mm-hmm. uh, that are coming out, and these are not trailers that we necessarily looked at. So I'm going to go ahead and play them here, and you're going to hear them, and then we'll talk about them as we go. Mm-hmm. Um, Miles, I don't know if you want to hop over here and see it as well. I can watch. Um, you can watch them in tandem. Mm-hmm. You just have your volume off. Right? I have my volume off. Okay, yeah. so we're going to actually start with uh, four trailers. We're going to look at the Man of Steel, Oz, Resident Evil, and Cloud Atlas are the four. So I'm not actually going to read your email, JP, because a lot of it's just commenting on these mm-hmm. and what we think about these. He actually mentioned like Judge Dredd and some others we've talked in the show. So we aren't going to play all of those, JP, because we have talked about them. We are going to highlight these four. Let's start with Man of deal and um i didn't as you said miles earlier we didn't realize there was a man of steel trailer out so i'm glad you pointed this out JP. yeah absolutely so here's the man of steel trailer
that's kind of a chilling, uh, dark and eerie uh, uh, Superman intro here. It's definitely a departure from the Richard Donner Superman films. I like it. But I, I am intrigued. Um, yeah. And it, they don't give you a whole lot, which is probably a good thing. You don't, you know, you want, the, and I'm sure they'll, they'll give us more later on, but it's just enough just to kind of whet our appetites a little. Yeah, now the music is Lord of the Rings music. Okay. Like the, uh, uh, it's, it's, for, it's it's Howard Shore. Mm-hmm. And they, they're reusing a piece of music from Lord of the Rings there. It's beautiful, haunted music. Yes, it is. And um, so, but that's Man of Steel. So uh, makes me kind of want to see it. I mean, after the last movie, it didn't get a lot of love because it was done more stylistically in the original. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'll, I'll def I definitely plan on seeing it when it comes out. All right, well, let's uh, let's move into Oz the Magnificent, the Great and Powerful. I guess this would be more fantasy based, right? I would, yeah, I would think so. Kansas is full of good men. I don't want to be a good man. I want to be a great one. It is, yeah. It definitely has an eerie feel to it. It's definitely not as. Uh, I guess when uh, Wizard of Oz first came out, mm-hmm. uh, the scenes with the witch and the flying monkeys. I remember watching as a kid and it being really freaky. Oh yeah, uh, some of the dark scenes. And so you know them updating this. This is really the story of how the Great and Powerful Oz got to Oz, and how mm-hmm. it became Oz. Right, mm-hmm. kind of an origin story. So that, that that's interesting. I I I, I you know. Well, something I'd take my kids to, uh, probably not, because it looks a bit freaky and scary, but you never know. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I, it doesn't sound, at least at this first viewing, geared for kids. No, definitely not. Definitely mm-hmm. not. Well, let's move into uh, Resident Evil. Have you watched any of the Resident Evil movies? I can't say that I have. I have watched all of them, so I'm kind of excited about this. Let's go ahead and watch this trailer. <laughs> I'm watching the second one, by the way. I don't know if you got to, there's two there. Come on, babe. Rise and shine. Let's get that beautiful ass out of bed. You want cereal? (laughs) 
What's a tiger? Please get a room. Sorry. Sweet ride. All right. The only thing that stands out for me with the is Miljovic in 3D, right? <laughs> yeah. Is there any other reason to watch? Now, this is going to be a movie It's going to be a great treadmill movie. Tons of action, tons of shooting. This will definitely get your heart pumping. And did you notice uh, the one girl from Battlestar in it, Kat? Um, my, it, it locked up on me, so oh, I did okay. not. Did, she also, did you ever watch the movie Machete? I did see Machete, okay, yeah. Okay, well, she's the, girl and she's the girl in Machete. Okay. Um, and she's in this as well, and she's done other stuff as well. So now I noticed that the the guy, her husband, um, I mean, uh, he he's the guy from the Mummy. Oh, I was going to say he looks a little bit like Zachary Quinto. A little bit. Um, but no, he's not, but you're right; he's yeah. the guy from the Mummy. Right. So, um, could be interesting. Yeah. Well, you know, you, you really should watch all of them. But. I'll, well, yeah, I'll have to. Yeah, maybe I'll give those a, a watch. Yeah, well, this next one is Cloud Atlas, and this is from the Wachowski. It's the Wachowski Brothers' new movie, and uh, I'm going to see if I can pull it up here, if it'll play for me. And I didn't actually preload this movie. Friday the 15th, we made sail with the morning tide. I have been quarantined to a storeroom away from the other passengers and crew. All I want to do now is return home. My dear Sixsmith. I am in desperate need of your help. I got hooked on a journal written in 1849 by a dying lawyer during the voyage from a Pacific Isle to San Francisco. Half the book is missing. It's completely killing me. A half-finished book is, after all, a half-finished love affair. What are you reading? Old letters. Why do you keep reading them? I don't know. 
just trying to understand why we keep making the same mistakes over and over. Our lives and our choices each encounter. Louis Sorey, Spyglass Magazine. Right. Suggests a new potential direction. That's it. The music from my dream. I call it the Cloud Atlas Sextet. A whole movement I wrote imagining us meeting again and again in different lives, different ages. What, what are you doing here? We cross and recross our old tracks like figure skaters. The love of my life, what had happened to her? I can't explain it. But I knew when I opened that door. I heard it in a dream. It was in a nightmarish cafe. Blaring, bright light. Underground and no way out. And the waitresses. They all had the same face. No reason to hide. I know you are Sonmi 451.
Talk about this trailer. Did you, did you have you were you able to see any of it? Yeah, it's. Uh, Let me tell you, the, the cast list in this trailer is kind of <laughs> impressive here. Obviously, they got a really some some big names for this movie. Um, it's kind of trippy. I don't know. It is. I mean, they have Tom Hanks, Hal Berry, uh, Jim Broadbent, Hugo Weaving. Wow, he's in like every of the Wachowskis. Susan Sarandon's in here. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tom Hanks' voice and Hugo Weaving's voice, unmistakable. It is trippy. You're right. Mm-hmm. It's like the time jumping, but this isn't time. This is like almost like um, reincarnation, maybe a little bit. Is that kind of – it's not the right word. It, it seems like they're jumping to the past, jumping to the future. But maybe there's something – it seems like there's something else going on yeah. behind the scenes, mm-hmm. controlling everything. This this could be uh this could be a big deal. Yeah, I'm not sure what I think of it so far. Uh, but well, I mean, this is unusual for us to get five minutes mm-hmm. on the trailer, right? Um, it's interesting. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's a little bit. Uh, we're gonna. I will embed or at least give you links to this trailer in the show notes because it's something that you really got to see. Mm-hmm. I think so. Um, but all right, I believe that's about it. Let's move on. Okay. And uh, but uh, JP, thank you so much for giving us these trailers and something to chew on and and I think think about. So let's uh, let's move on to some other listener feedback here. Okay. Um, and uh, Cloud Atlas. So that last one was Cloud Atlas. This uh, next email comes from Jen from New York. He said, "Just wanted to comment on the last episode of Falling Skies." Uh, Molin Lob. I guess that's what they call it. I thought it was another really good episode. I hope Ben doesn't stay away too long because he's one of my favorite characters on the show. One of the most interesting. I also couldn't believe they killed off another character as well, Jamil. And by the way, we do spoil things here. <laughs> you know that. Yes. Yeah. And, and what a way to go with those little skitters. So this is actually two episodes ago. Coming out of his mouth. Yeah, that was freaky, by the way. Yeah. I thought replicators on Stargate. Remember all those little replicator things running around? Mm-hmm. Creatures? Uh, fr- but these were much freakier. I was thinking almost aliens, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and what a way to go with little skitters coming out of his mouth. Yuck. That was almost alien-like. Yeah, she makes the same comment. And when I was beginning to like the guy, too, he was too, well, he was too good to be true. I also felt bad for Lord, the girl who helped the doctor out. Because it looked like she had a thing for him. And how hard it must be in that world to find someone like that. I also didn't blame Margaret. Her name is the one... Uh, her name is the one that's interested in how. To kiss him after the fact Karen probably is lost to them. Because she's been so standoffish. Because of the fact Karen was still out there. Anyways, it's been really good. I also got to watch season 4 premiere of Warehouse 13. Glad to see the show's back as well. It was kind of interesting to see where they were going to pick up from where they left off. Otherwise, I was going to wind up calling it Warehouse 14. Since the warehouse blew up in the last finale, we knew that wasn't going to last. Right. Uh, hoping not to spoil too much for anyone who hasn't watched it yet, but this whole parallel universe thing when Artie gets the artificial, the artifact they need to turn back time, whatever they did, which I kind of hope they stay in this timeline because otherwise Pete got killed in the other one. He's like one of my favorites. 
uh, characters in the show. And it'll be interesting to see what Brent Spiner's character meant, too, about bringing evil into their lives. It's funny how Artie thinks it's in Claudia. So we shall see how the season goes. And I also got to watch Alphas and also got off to a good start. Though I'd probably have to watch it again because there was just too much action going on. But I did like the whole relationship between Bill and Gary. That was funny at the end. I did get to see the I did get to see the Dark Knight Rises over the weekend, and I must say it was pretty good, especially with the whole shooting in Colorado. Uh, especially with the whole shooting in Colorado, kind of left a sour note with me. But I still went to see it, and the only thing was it was two hours and forty minutes long. I mean, I know he had to suffer in the movies, but do we have to suffer along with him? <laughs> oh, wow, that's kind of a harsh criticism. Um, I did, however, like Anne Hathaway's Catwoman and also Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character as well. It was a surprise with him at the end. I also spied the familiar face we all know and love, Christopher Judge. When I saw him, I was like, yes, but I really would have just done without Bane. I could really have done without Bane. It was really hard to understand what he was saying with his Darth Vader breathing mask on. But all in all, still pretty good. We haven't seen, of course. Not yet. yet. Maybe this weekend. Yes, yes, yes. Um, And before we move on, what do you think about her take on Warehouse? Uh, I agree with you there, Jen. Um, Sorry to see Jamil go, but I mean, this is a. You got to figure in this show, any secondary, tertiary character, they're fair game. Yeah, absolutely. And it's unfortunate, but I agree. I kind of like them as well. Mm hmm. Um, she goes on to say, I also wanted to briefly mention, I just finished reading my first of three issues that are out for the Star Trek Doctor Who comics. I must say, at least by the third issue, they really start to get into the story. It's pretty cool in the way they do it. They even went far back with Kirk meeting Tom Baker's doctor and having Matt Smith's doctor remember being there, not actually being there, and but not actually being there. We'll see how the end unfolds. And I also recently just bought the first issue of the new Captain Marvel comic. I was kind of interested in it and... And seeing Mrs. Marvel in the animated cartoon series of the Avengers and wanted to read it. Ironically, one of her mentors in the comics was one of the first fighter pilots, and she was dying of cancer. Uh, her idol, ironically, Sally Ride, just recently passed away in real life. Uh, as for another book that's going on my wish list is another Star Trek book called Red Shirts by John uh, Scalzi. Did you read that? No, I haven't. Okay, I did see it was out. It looks very funny. I very thought the first time I thought it, I thought about a bunch of short stories, but it's an actual, actual story about this one particular lieutenant that starts to notice on every away mission, all the main officers always seem to come away from them unscathed, and at least one lowly ranked officer gets killed. I seem to like the sense of humor in my books as well. That seems like it would be funny. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, can't think of anything else at the moment. Always look forward to hearing your next podcast. As always, Jen from New York. Well, Jen, thanks again for writing in. Any other comments about what she's saying? Um, well, I, I, I definitely want to see um, Batman Dark Man Rises uh, even more now. Yeah, and uh, you know, I agree. I'm not sure that uh, – I heard, too, some conflicts about Bane. About Bane being unable, his actions not matching his words or his emotions. Okay. okay. We're, this is all hearsay because we haven't seen it. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, not reading the comp, the, the Star Trek. We've Doctor talked Who. about the crossover. I'm glad, Jen, that you're reporting on the crossover because we we aren't reading it. Right. So, I mean, you're, you're, you seem to be liking it so far. You're our voice into the crossover comic book. So, we appreciate that. But, um, yeah, wow. Uh, Red Shirts. That actually sounds like a fun book to read. Uh, it does. <laughs> Um, Because we always joke about, you know, everyone getting redshirted, right? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. 
So I don't think there's anything else. Am I missing anything? I think I hit everything in this in our show notes. No, I think we covered it. Yeah. So thank you guys for joining us here in this <coughs> Listener Rewind. If you want to share your thoughts and your comments about anything people are saying, or maybe you read Red Shirts by John Scalzi, or you saw Dark Knight Rises, or you went and saw Total Recall, and we want some honest opinions about Total Recall because I was kind of excited about this movie. Yeah, me too, but it doesn't seem to be getting no, enough love. No. Let us know what you thought. Email us at the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast at gmail.com or call us at 1-888-508-4343. And you can, all, you can also just attach an MP3 file to, a, uh, to an email, and we'll get it that way as well. Any other information you want about us, you can find it on our website at the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast.com. Uh, Join our Facebook fan page, facebook.com backslash Sci-Fi Diner. We have some great conversations. Uh, going on. If you want to find out more about the con we were just at. Got some great pictures. Yeah, great pictures there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anything else I'm missing, Miles? Uh, No, I think we covered it. Yeah, but I believe that's it. So thank you so much for joining us. we got to shut down the the lights to the diner and get out of here. Miles, you're cleaning the tables tonight. Oh, man. Well, you have the dishes then. All right, fine. We'll see you you guys later. Until next time, good night and good luck. All right, bye. (laughs) 